Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Be angry and yet do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. He didn't fall? Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and yours are doing well today. I want to thank you very much for watching this video. This is the third installment of my Inigo Montoya series, verses of scripture that are very often quoted, yet tragically very often, almost always taken out of context. And uh, I've got a number more of these coming. I apologize that it's been a few weeks since I've done one of these. Uh, just a lot of irons in the fire here, but uh, many more of these to come. So Ephesians 4.26 be angry and yet do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Well-known verse. You keep using that verse, but I do not think it means what you think it means. Now, the way that we have most often heard this taught is that if you have a little tiff, little spat with your spouse, then y'all need to be sure that you kiss and make up and make sure everything's okay before you go to bed at night. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Now, I will not argue that that is probably pretty good marital advice. Undoubtedly, it is. But I would argue that that is what this verse is talking about. That is not at all what this verse is talking about. Uh, so let's look at this a little bit more carefully. And I think this will um, this be a, a real encouragement and a challenge for you. Uh, when you look at this in the English, be angry and yet do not sin. Now, in your English Bibles, that word yet is italicized, or it should be. But And when you see an italicized word in your English translations, and by the way, use a literal word-for-word -word translation. Stay away from the paraphrases. Go with the King James, New King James, English Standard Version, the New American Standard Bible, which is my go-to preaching version translation. Uh, stay away from the paraphrases. Um, the message is garbage, but anyway, maybe that's another video. Uh, that word yet is italicized. And, and when you see an italicized word, what that means is, is that that word is not in the original manuscripts. It's not in the Greek in this case, because we're in the New Testament. So this literally says, be angry, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. That word yet's not there. So be angry, do not sin. Now, think about this logically. If that word uh, be angry in the in the Greek, it's actually a second person plural imperative. And what that means is, is it's actually a command. Be angry. It's a command to be angry. Now, if it is a command to be angry, then by definition, whatever this anger is, it must not be inherently sinful. Because if it was sinful, well, there wouldn't be a command to do it. So this anger, whatever it is, and the object of the anger, it, it cannot be inherently sinful. So if it's not inherently sinful, why does it matter if the sun goes down on it or not? 
let, if it's not sinful, it should be okay. So let the sun go down on it. Let it come up the next morning and go down again the next day if it's not sinful. So why do you have to get rid of this anger before the sun goes down if it's not sinful? Well, uh, I would submit to you that the object of this anger in Ephesians 4.26 is not your husband, it's not your wife, it's not the kids, not the dog. The object of this anger is sin, is sin. In other words, be angry at sin. Don't let the sun go down on that anger. Now, that phrase, don't let the sun go down, what Old Testament event does that bring up images in your mind of? Or, uh, you know, what, what, what story does that remind you of? Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Well, it brings to mind Joshua's long day, right? In Joshua chapter 10. And of course, this is in black and white because this was long before uh, color cameras were invented, you see. But Joshua's long day when Joshua leading the Israelites went to war against the Amorites and all the other ites that they fought back in the Old Testament. Uh, as long as the sun didn't go down, they were victorious against their enemy. Hmm. So in other words, be angry at your sin. Don't let the sun go down on that anger. In other words, be angry at your sin. Stay angry at your sin. Don't you dare let the sun go down on that anger. You be angry at sin and stay angry at sin. Does that kind of blow your mind? Well, for a little bit more evidence in support of this, let's look at the surrounding two verses. Look at uh, verse 25. The Apostle Paul says, Therefore, laying aside falsehood. So there we see right there, there's sin. Falsehood, lying, that is sin. Laying aside falsehood. Speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry. Don't sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. And look at verse 27. And do not give the devil an opportunity. When is it that the devil has an opportunity in our lives? It's when we're no longer at war with our sin, when we're not angry with our sin. Now I'm going to throw something else at you. Uh, the, the Bible has the New Testament employs two primary words to describe anger that are rendered as anger. And their basic forms are orge and thumas, orge and thumas. Orge refers to a deep-seated, settled disposition against anger, uh, or of anger, rather, I should say. A, a deep-seated, settled disposition of anger that remains and it never subsides. Okay, so it's just there. Thumas is an explosive outburst of anger, an, an explosive outburst of wrath. That's Thumas. Think of it in this way. Uh, picture Mount St. Helens. Remember that? I remember, I can still remember being in grade school, first, first maybe second grade anyway, 1980, and uh, date myself a little bit. But I, I can remember hearing about Mount St. Helens and the explosion, and then later seeing it on television. And, and uh, you've probably seen those videos. 
So think of Orge as the massive pool of magma that lies underneath Mount St. Helens or any volcano. This massive pool of magma that is just boiling and roiling, but it's just there. That's Orge. Thumas is the eruption. Thumas is the explosion. It's an outburst of wrath. But it's over after, you know, a few minutes. The word that Paul uses here, guess which one it is? It's not Thumas. It's Orge. The deep-seated, settled disposition of anger. In other words, Paul is saying, be angry at your sin. Have this settled disposition of anger at your sin. And don't you dare let the sun go down on that anger. Be angry. Stay angry at your sin. And dear friends, that is what we must be doing as Christians. We must go to war against our sin. We must do what Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verse 13. He says, put to death the deeds of the body. As the Puritan preacher John Owen says, do you mortify? Do you make it your daily work? Be always at it whilst you live. Cease not a day from this work. Be killing sin or it will be killing you. As Christians, we are to be angry and we're to stay angry. We're to go to war against our flesh, go to war against our sin, because when we're not at war with our sin, when we become passive, when we become uh, complacent about sin, when we're no longer at war with it, that's when, as verse 27 says, the devil gets an opportunity. All right. So does that kind of surprise you? Probably didn't expect me to hear, uh, expect to hear me tell you to be angry and stay angry, but I am. Be angry. Stay angry at your sin. Go to war with your sin, with sin in general. We are to always be at war with our flesh, be at war with the sin that so easily entangles us. Be at war with it because when we're no longer at war with our sin, that is when the devil has an opportunity in our lives. That is when we are most uh, susceptible to temptation that leads to sin and leads to not only our harm, but bringing reproach on the name of Christ. Okay. All right, dear ones, be angry and stay angry. Thank you very much for joining me. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.